Oh, I'm fucking it up. <laughs> Hello, ting, ding, 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 ding. My name is Dice Raw. This is the Raw Report. With me always is Bomb. Today, we're going to be talking about most influential African-American women in the world, part two. Bomb, you know what to do. All right, all right. So here we are. You know, we just realized something before we even sat down to do this week's podcast. We wanted to give a birthday shout out. Well, Bomb said, he said, hey, it's, you know, Joe Scott's birthday. I said, oh, shit, it is Joe Scott's birthday. He said, also, Maya Angelou and Joe Scott share a birthday. Whoa, mind blown, mind blown, which goes to show you there's a lot in the Zodiac sign, right? I mean, there's a lot baked in that I don't think that we had a chance to unpack as far as what's going on with the moon, the stars, the sun, the risings, the Chinese Zodiac, the... The Mahabharata Zodiac. The old ancient Egyptians looked towards the sky. The Greeks looked towards the sky to, to tell in the moon of, of, of a child's... Uh, 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 I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a personality. Personality traits that go, that, that transcend moon, stars, and, 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 and sun. I mean, like, I mean, that's powerful stuff, man. I mean, this is powerful stuff. I mean, this is God's cold, man. I mean, when Jill Scott and Maya Angelou share a birthday, I mean, there's so many comparisons. And I'm not talking about looks, because Jill Scott's, you know, she's a beauty queen. And Maya Angelou on her day, she was gorgeous. But nobody's looking at Maya right now because they've given her the respect that she deserves. And that's what we want to do here. We want to give African-American women the respect they deserve because me and Bob were trying to figure out why this isn't the number one trending topic in the world. Jill Scott, Maya Angelou, happy birthday. Number one trending topic, that's what it should be. But I guess that's a testament to African-American women not getting their props not getting their just due, not getting their roses, but I can still smell them. So in any case, I guess we'll start Jill Scott. Jill Scott, Philadelphia singer, songwriter, actress, poet, producer, I mean, philanthropist. I mean, the list just goes on and on. I mean, Bob, you want to give us some stats on Miss Jill Scott? We, we'd love to hear some, even though I know it, but Bob likes to do it, and he's good at it. <laughs> yeah, she was born April 4th, 1972 in Philly, uh, grew up as an only child raised by her mother and her grandmother. Uh, she was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, and after, she, after graduating from the Philadelphia High School for Girls, she attended Temple, oh. my alma mater. Oh, mom, you went to Temple as well? Yes, sir. Huh, how about that? <laughs> Um, and then after three years of study she s and serving as a teacher's aide, she dropped out of college, uh -huh. um, began her performing career as a spoken word artist um, until she was discovered by Questlove. What? Is that what it says? Yep. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I guess she was because she was coming to the jam sessions and... But yeah. then somehow she got with Jazzy Jeff. I mean, does that is it, does Jazzy Jeff mention it at all? Uh, I don't see it. I'm sure. I'm sure it's in here somewhere. Okay. But I, I, I think they may have got Jazzy Jeff confused with Questlove, but whatever. <laughs> I, yeah. 
But, That's but, possible. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's yeah, you never know. I, but I, I believe it was a Jazz Jeff thing because you know I, I didn't know Amir discovered her, but if he did, I mean, I'm not I'm not shocked. You know what I'm saying? Um, any any other stats that we don't know about Joe Scott? Any surprising facts there? I mean, she was in so many movies. Mm. Yes, yeah, TV um, shows like I mean, whoa! G- give us a few of her, her her IMDb. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, um, her first appearance was in Cave Dweller. Okay. Uh, as Rosemary, she was in Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Right. Documentary I was in that as well. Oh, but yeah, there you go. Um, Bomb's still, like, oh, I didn't see you, Dave. <laughs> that's cool, Bomb. He's like, he's like, oh, Dave, you was in that. He's like, he, Bomb, Bomb was like halfway doesn't even believe that, but I was in it. <laughs> I was in Dave Chappelle's block party, goddammit. She was uh she was in Steel Magnolias. She was oh, in uh Get On Up, the James Brown. Get on biopic. up. I know that because uh Tariq was in that as well. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Uh she was on Law and Order. She was on SVU. Oh shit. Okay. And uh Blackish. She's on an episode Damn. of Blackish in twenty twenty. Damn. Knocking him out the park. Jill, keep doing it. You know, fifty years young, baby. You, you you don't look a day over twenty one if you ask me, and Fifty Cent agrees. He thinks you're looking. Fifty Cent thinks Joe Scott is hot and ready to go, but he, he's got a girlfriend, so I, I think he probably calmed down on the Joe Scott comments. We had some more facts about Joe Scott though, and and then we did actually. It is Jazzy Jeff, right? Yeah, it says okay. uh, once once she decided to pursue a singing career, she contacted Jazzy Jeff to okay. record seven songs with him. All right, that makes sense. Uh, and then it says her real break came after Amir Thompson drummer for the roots heard scott at one of her poetry performances oh shit wow but then she was also signed to michael jordan's record company am i mm-hmm. correct uh yeah this says uh scott's debut release was also the debut release for hidden beach uh-huh. an upstart record label co-owned by michael jordan Ooh, big time i mean we just go from high school to go straight into the leagues but the other thing that's exciting though is somebody else's birthday Maya Angelou, and I mean Maya Angelou is I mean I, I, she's a memorist, I mean she's a poet, um, you know, and but a civil rights activist I think at, at, at the first and foremost, um, and, uh, and and it's her birthday too, and we just we're giving black women their flowers today on the Raw Report. That's that's all we doing. Nakia Dillard, shout out. What's going on, brother? I gotta fix my fix my thing. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot better. So give us some facts about Maya Angelou, Bob. Uh, Maya, Maya Angelou was born Marguerite Annie Johnson on Wait, April 4th. Marguerite Annie Johnson? Yeah. So Maya is almost short for Margaret? Yeah. Kinda. Okay, mm-hmm. I'd like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was born Maya. in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, damn. She born in the Lou. An- damn. In the Lou, and her last name is Angelou. <laughs> so she was born Angel- in the Lou. Damn. Learn all kind of facts. She uh she worked a, a string of odd jobs during her young adulthood. Really? She was a she was a fry cook, a wow. sex worker, and nightclub performer. Wait, Maya Angelou was a sex worker? She sure was. I told you she was hot back in her day. God damn, Maya Angelou. I am I'm every woman. It's <laughs> all in me. I mean, is that shit about her? Maybe that shit might be about her. Maybe. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Um, she Damn, eventually eventually became a coordinator for the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Damn. And I she bet. was a correspondent in Egypt and Ghana during the decolonization of Africa. 
1982, she was named the first Reynolds Professor of American Studies at Wake Forest. Damn, the first Reynolds Professor at Wake Forest. Yep. Wow. Maya Angelou. I mean, what a life. What a life. Uh, in 1993, she became the first poet to make an inaugural recitation since Robert Frost at the inauguration of JFK. <laughs> uh, she spoke at the inauguration of Bill, the first inauguration of Bill Clinton. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. In the 1950s, she took modern dance classes and met with Alvin Ailey and so, Ruth Beckford. Oh, my God. Who is this woman? Like, <laughs> damn. Maya Angelou. Wow. In, uh, in 1960, she met with Martin Luther King Jr., mm. and after mm. hearing him speak, she organized the Cabaret for Freedom mm. to benefit the SCLC. Mm. Mm -mm. We don't deserve her. <laughs> we don't deserve her. We didn't deserve her. In 1965, she became an administrator at the University of Ghana. Mm. She also was a feature editor and a freelance writer for the Ghanaian Times, wrote, huh. wrote and broadcast for Radio Ghana. Wow. And it was in Accra that she became close friends with Malcolm X. <laughs> what a life. What a life. What a life. I hope, I hope that you guys out there live an eighth of what this woman has done. I mean, and, and you will live a great life. Maya Angelou, happy birthday. Um, there's other women that we want to talk about. And I, and I think, <clears throat> going from Maya Angelou, I think we have to go into, I think we got to go into Oprah after that. You know what I'm saying? I think we got to go into Oprah Winfrey. It's not Oprah's birthday. In fact, I don't even know Oprah's birthday, but maybe that's a birthday that I probably should know. But I can start sending Oprah like a, like a card or something or like a basket of fruit every year on Oprah's birthday. Bob, are we, do we have Oprah pulled up yet? Yep. When is Oprah's birthday? Is, do we have that information available? She was born January 29th, 1954. Oh, she's an Aquarius. Ooh, that's why you ain't ever get married, Oprah. You was a player player. Okay, you an Aquarius, a bad girl. Oh, them Aquarius, they some bad girls. They some bad girls now. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want an Oprah hit squad. You fucking come in the studio one day and wipe everybody out. Based on some shit I said, you know, Oprah hit squad. Oprah, I wonder if Oprah's got killers. I bet you Oprah's got killers. See what I'm saying? If I was Oprah, I'd, I'd have I'd have killers on payroll. See what I'm saying? But Oprah, she started her career when when bomb. Uh, it says she was born in rural Mississippi and Ooh. later raised in Whoa. inner city Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. God bless you, Oprah. She went to live with her father, Vernon, a barber in Nashville, Tennessee, and landed a job in radio while still in high school. Uh, by 19, she was a co-anchor for the local evening news. Mm -hmm. uh, she eventually, yeah, she eventually went into the day daytime talk show. Killed the game. And uh, launched her own production company. Oh, wow. In 1994, she was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame. Right, right. right. Uh, she's won eight time, 18 daytime Emmy Awards. Oh, shit. <laughs> including I mean, the... Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I didn't even know that, you know, but I'm not surprised, but... When you hear some kind of stats like that, 18 daytime, I mean, I mean, like, is there anybody else on par with Oprah with 18 daytime? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe the price is right. I mean, some. I mean, like, first of all, you got to be on TV for 18 years. I mean, but you, you got to be on TV so long and be and be doing so well. It's, it's unmatched. 
It's unmatched. Yeah, well, shout out Oprah. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we just want to make sure that all you African American women get your props. You know, get your respect due. You know what I'm saying? Get your enough respect, boo. Maybe that's what we're gonna call this art. We're gonna call this uh, installation. We're gonna call it enough respect, boo. It was, it was a song Big Daddy Kane had back in the day, but it was just called Enough Respect. But at the end, you know, Big Daddy Kane, the way he talked, like, Enough Respect, dude. But I'm going to just say boo. Enough Respect, boo. I could probably get me too for calling him boo, too. You know what I'm saying? Some powerful women out there get me, get me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Backstage like Will Smith should have done. You know what I'm saying? Not, not slapping people on stage, Will. You're slapping backstage. You know what I'm saying? Like Suge Knight. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. I'm not going to keep fucking with Will. Will... Hopefully you'll be able to uh, come back from this. I don't. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can. But Whoopi Goldberg seems to think so. Maybe if you change your name to Whoop, uh, Will Goldberg. Maybe if you marry you if you drop Jada and marry Whoopi. I think that would be. I think that's it. Will, not to get off topic. But maybe we should talk about Whoopi Goldberg. That's a perfect segment. Maybe talk about Whoopi Goldberg, one of the most influential black women of all time. And Whoopi, she's kind of been putting it down too. I actually want to see the Will Smith, Whoopi Goldberg relationship because it's like the reverse Jada. It's like, you know, instead of going young girl, Will can go old head. You know what I'm saying? He can go OG and start getting that 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 Whoopi. I mean, that Whoopi Whoopi. I mean, it's like her name is Whoopi. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I mean, so it's got to be good. I mean, it's got to be some good Whoopi. If your name is Whoopi, I, did they did they mean? Did that? I'm kind of confused now because what came first, Whoopi Goldberg or calling sex Whoopi? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what year was that when they were when when that was like the the number one phrase for being able to talk about sex on TV? They used to say Whoopi. They say, oh, you want to have Whoopi or make Whoopi? You know what I'm saying? That was like the way TV would 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 say sex, and now they just be like. Yo, you want to get your... You, yo, let's fuck! You know what I'm saying? Live on ABC, you know what I'm saying? They be, it's, so, it's so ratchet now, you know what I mean? But um, what are we doing, Bob? I, I kind of lost track. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi! Whoopi Goldberg! Whoopi Goldberg! Whoopi started her career. What was her first movie? Was it Jumpin' Jack Flash? What was uh, the first let's movie? Let's see. Let's see her. I'd argue it was Jumpin' Jack Flash. Um, she trained under acting teacher Uta Hagen at the HB studio, uh, mm-hmm. in 1983 and 1984, she first came to national prominence with a one woman show. Oh shit. In which I didn't she know portrayed that. mom's Mabley. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg playing mom's Mabley portraying. I mean, I would love to see that fucking shit. Like that's probably in a fucking amazing performance. Excuse my language. I curse a lot. Back to Whoopi. Her first, uh, her first film credit is Citizen. I'm not losing my mind. I'm giving it away. Uh, it's a 1982 film directed by William Farley. It's her first screen appearance. Wow. And her second screen appearance was The Color Purple. That was her second? Yep. Fuck, Whoopi did Color Purple before she did Jumpin' Jack Flash? Yep, one year prior. So Color Purple made Whoopi a star. Mm-hmm. Yep, Yo, she was I in, did not know that. She was in the color purple in 85. She was in Jumpin' Jack Flash in 86. Damn, Whoopi. Whoopi was... Whoopi is no joke. I mean, when you talk about black actresses, I don't think Whoopi got her props. Now, Whoopi, she got her money. She got her motherfucking money. But, yo, I don't know if Whoopi got her props. 
Like, yo, motherfuckers really don't talk about Whoopi like that. I mean, the color purple. The way, I mean, what what was the name of her character in Color Purple? In the Color Purple, she was... Sadie or... Celie Harris-Johnson. Celie. I mean, Whoopi. I mean, what you did... I mean, Whoopi, if you're watching, I know you probably check it out sometime, but Whoopi... I got to be clear about this. This is one of the best African-American woman performances of all time. I mean, the fact that Whoopi did not win the Academy Award for Seeley is mind-blowing. It's fucking such a good performance. Her first movie, the color, I mean, and and to kill it, to kill it like that. Oh. Oh, I mean, just thinking about it almost brings me to fucking tears. I mean, just thinking about how good Whoopi Goldberg's performance was on The Color Purple almost moves me to tears. It's that good, Bob. And I know Bob probably hasn't seen The Color Purple. Maybe he has because he wasn't born in the year it came out. Um, He was born a lot later in life. Uh, He's a young, young man. But... Here's the thing, Bomb, I would urge you to go back. I would urge you to go back and, and watch The Color Purple. In fact, Bomb has a black girlfriend, so I would actually even urge you to say, hey, babe, you know, have you ever seen Color Purple? She, if, she's, if she's really black, she'll be like, oh, yeah, of course. You know, I'll watch it every Sunday. <laughs> but if she's like, you know, if she's not that black, then she'll say, no. And Bomb, you know how many points you will score? Through the roof, baby! Through the roof! There'll be a half black, half Jewish baby that looks Latino running around in no time. You know what I'm saying? And I'll call him nephew. I'll say, hey, where's my little nephew, Bob? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the one that helped bring that baby to fruition. So you I do I do remember reading the book in school. I don't know if we Holy ever watched shit. I don't know if we wa- ever Bob watched read the movie. The color but purple. I have read he's it. He's an intellectual. He's an intellectual. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg, moving on. What else? She she did Jumping Jack Flash, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Then she did you know, she did Jumpin', was it Jumpin' Jack Flash 2, I feel like? She did a few movies that were like that. Then she, she got into the Sister Act franchise that, I mean, exploded. I mean, oh, my God, Whoopi. You, we didn't give you your props, Whoopi. We didn't give you your props. But what we, you got your money any fucking way, Whoopi. That's fright. That's fright, Whoopi. That's fright, and I'm proud of you. Man, Whoopi, you killed the fucking game. Bomb, give us some stats on Whoopi that we don't know. Towards the end of the 1980s, she hosted numerous HBO specials of comic relief with Robin Williams and Billy Crystal. Right. Where they were giving back. Ooh, comic relief. Big shit. And then in the 90s, she had a recurring role on Star Trek The Next Generation. That's right. Fuck. She was fucking Jean-Luc Picard. And uh, she in... was like six hundred thousand years old on that show or some shit. <laughs> she was like the old, the oldest person on the ship. She uh, she was the host of the thirty fourth Grammys uh, from nineteen ninety four to nineteen ninety five. She appeared as a voice in the Lion King. Uh, she was in the film adaptation of The Little Rascals. She <laughs> guest starred on Muppets money. Tonight in nineteen ninety six. Oh, ching. Also became the first black woman to host the Academy Awards. Cha-ching! Uh, she hosted but you know what, in, though? Yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad you mentioned that because the first black woman to host the Academy Awards. If it wasn't Maya Angelou, 
for Jill Scott. It's, it's, it's goddamn right have been should have been Whoopi. You goddamn right, Whoopi. Cha-ching. Every time you say something about Whoopi, I'm just going to go, cha-ching, because Whoopi got her fucking money. Black people, we didn't give Whoopi her props like we give a Holly Berry or a fucking, who was the bitch from fucking, uh, fucking Players Club or some shit? Like, I mean, we gave those actresses more cachet in our community than a motherfucking Whoopi Goldberg. A fucking Vanessa Williams had more cachet than Whoopi. Goldberg, like, are you, are we fucking nuts? I mean, Jasmine Guy, like, look, Jasmine Guy is fly, Mariah Carey. Like, I mean, Jasmine Guy is fly. But can she fucking hang with Whoopi? Fuck no. And Jasmine can act, but she can't fuck with no Whoopi. I mean, Lisa Bonet, I mean, I, I'm dope, but, I mean, can she fuck with Whoopi? I mean... Give me some. I'm trying to think of like people that we put on high pedestals for no fucking reason. I mean, Jada Pinkett, dope. I mean, dope. But can Jada fuck with Whoopi? Fuck no. I mean, who can yo? Who can fuck with Whoopi, yo? This is about to be a Whoopi Goldberg episode because. Who can fuck with Whoopi on the actor? I'm talking movie per movie. I mean, what black woman has a fucking franchise, a, f a film franchise? Only person that even come close is like in our, in our age group or our age demographic, which Whoopi is not in. But I mean, but she's been killing it for so long. The only person I can even line her up with is like a Queen Latifah right now. You know what I'm saying? Like a, like a Queen Latifah, like a Whoopi. Then, like, Queen Latifah, I mean, but, like, Viola Davis. Viola, we're going to talk about her, too. We're going to take a break. We're coming back with some more African-American queens who not getting their props. Maybe, we, maybe we're going to talk about Whoopi some more. I'm not sure. Be right back. Man, so we're back. And, you know, as I was fixing my next cocktail, I just couldn't help but still think about Whoopi. How important Whoopi Goldberg is for African-American women out there in acting roles. I mean, she's done the most versatile roles for African-American women, and we never talk about Whoopi. We don't say, hey, in fact, we make fun of Whoopi. We make fun of Whoopi because we didn't think that she looked like, I don't know, Somebody that we don't make fun of, like a Jasmine guy, you know, or uh, Jada Pinkett, or uh, Holly Berry, or, uh, you know, like the other people that we mentioned earlier. And none of those women, I mean, they're all great, but none of them even come close, come close to Whoopi as far as acting ability and skill level. And I think it's because Whoopi just isn't light skinned with curly hair. And, I mean, it's sad that I had to kind of, like, you know, boil it down to that. But I'm like, Whoopi is such a mind-blowing force, I mean, to be reckoned with as far as African-American female voice. I mean, Sealy, we're talking about Sealy here. But then the same person that played Sealy has a, their own franchise 
of, of where she dresses up as a nun to escape the mafia. I mean, that I mean, this is versatility, and the fact that a bomb but brought to my attention that Whoopi was the first African American woman to ever host the Oscars. Whoopi, I sal- I salute you, Whoopi. Who's next on our list? Ava DuVernay, right? Yeah, let's just keep let's keep the Hollywood theme going. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, whoa! I mean, what this woman has done in such a little time. Uh, I mean, she's been putting it down for a long time. You know, before Hollywood and before you know the mass people get to understand who this woman really is and what she's doing in Hollywood and and how she's been putting it down for so long. I mean, it, I don't even know where to begin. I, I could just start with Central Park Five, the documentary that changed the world. The five-part series, the, the, the Central Park Five. Those guys, boy. I mean, the guy got out of jail. I, I, before we talk about the Ava, which is the most important part, I want to talk about one of those Central Park Five guys. You know, the one that got out of jail. His first thing he did was marry Delicious. Did you see that? That the, the first guy, his first week out of jail, he was like, "Yo, where, where, where's the where's the woman Delicious?" He's like, I have a wedding proposal, and it worked out for a little while, but they wound up getting divorced. But hey, man. I just let that let that man live and let delicious live. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I, I hope I hope they get back together. You know what I'm saying? But like, he was thinking about that. He was thinking about them buns when he was locked up. You know what I'm saying? He yo he was focused on some delicious buns, and he couldn't think. He was like, yo, first day out, like you know, Gucci man, first day out. You know what I'm saying? This this guy first day out, he wasn't looking for buns. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um. Ava DuVernay, I mean, the 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 documentary was such a, a eye opening piece of of of, um, of of journalism. I mean, because it's it's almost like it's journalistic cinema. You know what I'm saying? Because we already knew the story, but we really didn't really know all the intricate, the unpack. Like, I mean, the shit was deep. And 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 bomb, John Leguizano's in the movie. Your twin. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you should. I don't know if you already saw it, Bond. You probably did. But, uh, I mean, Ava doing so, such amazing things in Hollywood. And, and like I said, this whole thing is dedicated to African-American women. Because you don't get your props, boo! So, uh, Bob, would you drop it on us, uh, some Ava DuVarnay facts? She was Hopefully born... I'm the name right. Yeah, she was born August 24th, 1972. Virgo oh, gang. Yep, okay. like me. Oh, oh, cool. Um, Self-made billionaires, number one. <laughs> Long Beach, California okay. is where she was okay. born. So she's a crip. <laughs> is that how she got in? Okay, okay. So she knows Snoop. Um, and her her alma mater is UCLA. Mm-hmm. Got her bachelor's at UCLA. Mm-hmm. They're blue. They're blue and yellow. So that's crip enough. Okay, I get it. I get where the theme's going. <laughs> she became the first black woman to be nominated for best director in 2014 for her work on Selma. Mm. <laughs> Damn. She also became the first black woman to direct a live action film, earning 100 million dollars at the box office for a Wrinkle in Time. Lord. God bless this woman. Thank God we have her. We're not worthy of these people. Why are they living amongst us? They're, we're not worthy. Please continue. Uh, she produced and directed the Netflix limited series When They See Us, mm. which was nominated for 16 Emmy Awards. Yo, hold up, hold up a second. You see what I'm saying? You do one project that's nominated for fucking 16 Emmy Awards. I mean, that's Oprah's whole fucking shit in one slot. That's deep, man. It's fucking deep. Keep spitting them facts. 
in in 2017, she was included on the Time 100 list of the most influential people in the world. Of course she is. Well, I agree with that. They finally got it right. You finally got it right, Time Magazine! And in, uh, in 2020, she was elected to the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences Board of Governors as oh, part of wow. the director's branch. Wow. Wow. April Duvarnay. God damn, boo. What's going on? Is she married? Who's I her husband? I don't know. I can't. She, it does, it does a, not say. Does she have a, does she have a, uh, is, she, is she married to a, a woman? I mean, she could be, you know, lesbian or uh, LGBTQ or? I, I don't believe she is married. Okay, well, well I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing big things in her future, bright things, for whatever she chooses. Okay, moving on. So who else we got on the list? We got Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad. You know, oh my God, you got to give it up for Felicia Rashad because we got to keep the theme going. We gotta we gotta take the bar up here. You know what I'm saying? When we start talking about Jill Scott, Maya Angelou, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Ava DuVernay. Uh, uh, who else did we talk about today? Um, was that it? Uh, Felice Rashad. Let, 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 bring it to him, because I know Felice Rashad. But, I mean, she's been putting it down for so long. I just want you to give him the cold hard facts, uh, bombs. Uh, yeah, she was born Felicia Ayers Allen in Houston, Texas. And she married Ahmad Rashad. Mm-hmm. Ahmad Rashad, you lucky bastard, you. Uh, she got her BFA from Howard University. Oh, wow. Okay. Howard, H-U. H-U. A lot of people go to HU. Didn't uh, Lena Waite, was she an HU person? She might have been, yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, HU? Ob- obviously known for her role as Claire Huxtable. Oh, man. Big, big. But, you know, somebody fucked that up for her. Mm. <laughs> Not going to say his name. In, uh, in 2004, she became the first black actress to win the Tony Award for Best Actress in a Play, which she won for her role in A Raisin in the Sun. Mm-hmm. She killed that. Uh, her other Broadway credits include Into the Woods, mm-hmm. Jelly's Last Jam, Gem of the Ocean, and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won an NAACP Image Award for reprising her Raisin in the Sun role in the 2008 television adaptation. Crazy. She has also appeared in the Creed films. That's right. That's right. Still putting it down. Mm-hmm. Amen. And what? And, and what? Let's, and let's not stop there. But let's also talk about her sister. Debbie Allen. I mean, like, I mean, when you got a family, like, what was going on in that house, right? When you get Felicia Rashad and Debbie Allen, I mean, both, I mean, like, I mean, that's kind of like mind blowing, you know what I'm saying? And I learned so much about Debbie Allen and, like, you know, through her 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 Netflix special that just came out that was just mind blowing, the Black Nutcracker and you know the the the, the chocolate ballet. I mean, oh my God, I mean, mind blowing. I just want to just you know these women. Have been, they're not young women, you know what I'm saying, to be working this hard. I mean, they're putting it the fuck down, you know what I'm saying? I mean, how old is Debbie now? I mean, what, what is her age? Mrs. Allen? Debbie, Debbie Allen is currently 72. Yeah. And how old is Felicia Rashad? Uh, Felicia Rashad is 73. <laughs> You're not supposed to ask a woman her age, but when you look that good, I'm sorry, boo, I gotta ask, you know what I'm saying? Debbie Allen, 72, Felicia Versace, 73, and they're still putting it the fuck down to this day, which goes to show you that age is just a number. You're only as old as you feel. You know what I'm saying? You know, you could be 80 years old crawling around the ground doing head spins. I mean, like, I mean, this, it's happening. People are doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're only as old as you feel. And I've, I only feel eight years old. That's, that's, and I acted too. You know, no, I'm just joking. But um, Bob, who else we got on the list? 
Uh, we got Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, now see, now Tracy Ellis Ross, she's one of those people that I think actually could be like a Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, to have that kind of range. Because I've seen her do some serious shit, and I've seen her do some real, real, real funny shit. You know what I'm saying? And I think, is it possible Tracy Ellis Ross could have that next African-American franchise? I think she's got the chops. Mm-hmm. I think she's got the chops. Tracy Ellis Ross. Now, let's not... Let's not do Sister Act over again, all right? Because that's done. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, no it's not done. It, whatever. But I think she needs her own fucking thing. Like a Tracy Ellis Ross, she's so funny that I think she could almost support any role. I think it could be a female James Bond. I think, like, I mean, you know, like that could go on. I think she could even be like, like a, like a, like a singer. It could be like a, some kind of musical thing. But hey, Tracy Ellis Ross, I believe that you have the chops to do what Whoopi's done. And I think that she actually could play a silly-like character, which is very serious. Now, not saying that I think that she's on par with Whoopi, but I'm just saying, like, as far as the light-skinned, curly-haired actresses, I think that's our person. I think it's Tracy Ellis Ross. And I don't think that... I think because she's funny and because she has a famous mother, is why we don't give her her props. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like we just automatically say, oh, well, it's, I mean, look at her mom. Look at what she's already done so far. Oh, no, it's all good. Like, she's funny. She's always trying to make us laugh every time we see her. Now, maybe if she starts slapping motherfuckers like Will, then she starts getting some respect. Maybe she should slap Will. Maybe that's the first person she slaps. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she goes with the Will and say, hey, this is for Chris. You know, like a little payback. And then everybody's going to say, oh, fuck. Like, yo, don't fuck with Tracy Ellis Ross. I mean, because, you know, Hollywood respects power. It's about gangster motherfuckers in Hollywood. That's why I love it there. That's why I'm, that's why I'm very respected there. They call me Shook Dice. That's what my, 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 my Crip and Blood homies call me. Some Shook Dice over there on the west side. Everybody knows that. But anyway, Tracy Ellis Ross, I'm thinking that's our girl. But, Bob, give us some facts on Tracy Ellis. Uh, she was born Tracy Joy Silberstein. Oh. In, uh, on October Jewish. 29th, 1972. Yep, her, her father is Jewish. Oh, okay. um, she's going to be hanging out with Drake. <laughs> she's born in L.A. Uh, she went to Brown University, Ivy League school. Oh, oh, very intelligent. See where I'm going? She's the kind of motherfucker. She's the sleeper. Tracy Ellis Ross is the sleeper. She's going to come out of nowhere with a very serious role that's going to hit everybody like a fucking ton of bricks over the head, and they're going to be they're going to be sopping up the floor and sopping up gravy off their plates for Tracy Ellis Ross biscuits. You you, you heard it here first. Bomb, please continue. Uh, she received two NAACP Image Awards for Outstanding Actress in a Comedy Series for her role on Girlfriends. Oh. She also received uh, she received her third NAACP Image Award for the role of Carla Reed on the BET sitcom Reed Between the Lines. Holy shit! Okay, okay. Uh, she has also received three NAACP Image Awards, a Golden Globe, right, right, right. Uh, for for Blackish. Blackish is pretty fucking good, man. Good fucking show, man. Uh, she made her big screen debut in 1996. Mm-hmm. She played a Jewish African American woman in the film Far Harbor. See, that was before they was getting props. See, go back and check out Far Harbor. I'm gonna have to go back and look at the film to see how brilliant she was in it. I, you know what? And I bet you she was brilliant. 
I bet you she was brilliant, and they didn't give her props because they wasn't giving black women props back then. Now it's the new thing to do. Oh, oh let's give black people they probably just do. Oh, you know, Dapper Dan. Oh, oh, Gucci stole this. They stole that. They stole this. They stole that. Oh, people give them little props. So that's what they're doing now. They're going back to giving people their props. But what's the movie again? Fall Harbor? Far Harbor, yeah. Far Harbor. Tracy Ellis Ross on a serious tip. Let's check it out. I bet you she. I bet you it was an Oscar-winning performance. Maybe not, but I bet you it's pretty fucking good. And I'm going to check it out. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to see it. Far Harbor. I think I'm going to go home and check it out. Is it on Netflix? Fuck. Uh, good question. I'm <laughs> Let's see. Far Harbor. We're checking. And even if it's not, you can still find it on imdb.com. All right? And I urge you all to check it out. Who's next? Who's next on our list? Uh, we got Simone Biles. Oh, Simone Biles. Oh. Oh, you got to give it up. And I mean, she 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 won. I mean, gold medal after gold medal after gold medal. And 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 then she got a little tired. She had a little mental fatigue. <clears throat> and after coming out of the COVID nineteen shit, I mean, who doesn't have mental fatigue? You know, Simone Biles. Like, I mean, kudos to you for even still going out there and doing those flips and those little back flips. Little front flips. She, was, she was all over the motherfucker. Like, boop, 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 boop. I was like, oh shit, I can't keep up. You know what I'm saying? She was like one end of the screen. This is the other end of the screen. This was at the other end of the screen. And she was all the way over here again. And I was like, yo, I just loved every minute of her performance at the, as she did at the Olympics. And, uh, and, and hopefully that she does get the mental um, the, uh, rest. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, uh, me as a former mental patient and current, um, you know, it's a lot of times we need that for, we need that break. You know what I'm saying? Or else we may fuck somebody up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to take those... I got to start doing my uh, my uh, meditation or else, I, you know, I'll just go I'll go ape shit with an AK. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully Simone Bile uh, put the AK up, boo, and, uh, and, and, and start the meditation. Bomb. How many gold medals did she win though? Let, let's get let's get the cool hard facts. Um, yeah, she has she's tied as the most decorated gymnast of all time, <laughs> with a combined total of thirty two Olympic and World Championship medals. Yo, st- look. I gotta take my glasses off for that. <laughs> okay, it's time to get serious. All right, this woman has thirty two. Thirty two, not just gold, but Olympic total. Olympic and world medals. Yeah. So that's gold, silver, bronze. Mm-hmm. Thirty two. How old is this woman? She's 25. Kind of makes you put your life in perspective, doesn't it, people <laughs> out there? It's like, I, you know, I, I watched the flipping and stuff, and I think maybe I could have been a gymnast in my own time. You know what I mean? I, I could have 32 gold, silver, bronze medals, Olympic, Olympic medal championships. She's got 32 of them. 32 of them. God damn, Simone Bile. Like, what's up? Like, I mean, how... How do you not be crazy with that kind of dedication? When you when you flipping shit like that, then you only eating celery and, 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 and uh, cucumbers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you not get mental fatigue when you want a cheeseburger and you can't have one because you, you're the best in the world? You're the best. You're the best they've ever seen. You're not just the best in the world. You're the best the world has ever seen, and you can't have ice cream because you're flipping and stuff. And I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Her core. Have you seen her core? This woman's core is, is stronger than the Earth's core. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be able to do those kind of flips and pip, 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 Whoa, whoa. Simone Bile. Cheers to you. Mom, what, what else What else do we, do we not know about this woman? Uh, she was... I'm fucked up in <laughs> She was born March 14th, 1997 in Columbus, Ohio. She was born March 14th? Yeah. 
Pisces. That's the crazy Pisces day. <laughs> Fuck. So she's so she is nuts. Like she's not joking when she says she needs to take a break. Yo, let her let her break. Them Pisces, boy. Woo! Especially that that week, the fourteenth. That's some of the looniest people I ever met in my life. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, her international debut was in March at the 2013 American Cup. In July of 2013, she competed at the 2013 U.S. Classic and competed at the 2013 USA Gymnastics National Championship, where she was crowned the national all-around champion. Uh, she performed later that year in the World Artistic Gymnastics Championships in Antwerp, Belgium. She became the seventh seventh American woman and the first African-American woman to win the all or world all-around title at the age of 16. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just stop there because, I mean, like, this shit's only going to get worse. I mean, like, she's just going to keep crushing shit, keep killing the game, and at a young age, Simone Biles, yo, I want to give you your props, and yo, you got, I mean, imagine what she's going to do when she really hits her peak, like, 30, you know what I'm saying, like the next Olympics, like, that shit's gonna be scary. Like, or like when she's like a woman and got like woman strength, like full, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? And after she's, you know, had a little heartbreak in her life, she started flipping off heartbreak. Oh my gosh, she's gonna be flipping into the stands. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully she won't experience that though. I'm wishing her and her and her, whoever she's dating much, much uh, romantic success. Bob, who else we have on the list? We got uh, Missy Elliott. That's that's Bomb's choice. Bomb said, "Hey, I want to throw Missy into the mix." And I said, "Hmm, I like that. I like that. You know, Missy fucking Elliot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you talk about one of the world's geniuses. I mean, that's Missy. I mean, all the songs that she wrote. I mean, even just her one-liners are just super hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Like, and look, it's crazy because she said, "See the Belvedere playing tricks on you." Make you feel like I'm a Holly Berry poster. So it's almost like she's saying like Holly Berry is more attractive than her. But can is Holly Berry a genius like Missy Elliott? Hell fucking no. I mean like I mean I, you know it's, it's just fucked up that you know some of the the most intelligent, the most creative African American women out there don't feel beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And in fact, you know when we got people like the Missy Elliotts. People like the Whoopi Goldbergs, I mean, they really have to take a back seat to not just white women, but also African-American women that are not as talented as they are. Now, the one thing I will say, Whoopi Goldberg and Missy Elliott, we didn't give them all the props they were supposed to get because, you know, motherfuckers is fucked up and the world is a fucked up place. But they got paid. (laughs) Missy Elliott got her fucking dollars. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg got her check. And she's still getting them. You know what I'm saying? Both of them, they still getting them because they were the writers. They were the creators. They were the, this person. They were the producers. I mean, so it's like, it's almost to a certain degree, the women that don't have like the storybook looks, they have to like produce their own shit. And fucking, I mean, it's, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? It's very wild. I mean... You know, like, um, but, but, but Missy, I mean, from, you know, uh, I can't stand the rain, it's my window, I can't, I mean, like, beep, beep, who got the keys to the Jeep, broom, I mean, she just clowning around, but 
the shit was fucking fire. And I'd be like, get your freak on? I mean, get your freak on? That shit was massive. I mean, it's such a massive, massive hit. And then she came back with something even bigger than that. What was what was after Get Your Freak On? It was the Holly Berry John. That was, was that is that Get Your Freak On? No, that's not Get Your Freak On. That's after Get Your Freak On. What was what was what was that shit? That the the dun, 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 dun. I mean, she was fucking Work the club. Work it. Put my thing down, after, flip it, and reverse it. Yo. <laughs> Yo, fucking work it. I mean, I mean, wow. Get your freak on. And then you're like, yo, there's no way Missy's going to be able to come back with anything that hard. Uh, you know, Missy's been putting it down for a long time. Like, how do you top, how do you top get your freak on? And uh, I mean, and get your, yo, get your freak on. <laughs> I mean, it's just so fucking simple. It's so simplistically brilliant. I don't even know where to get the be- begin at because it's, a, first of all, it's a Timberland beat, right? It's a Timberland beat. But without Timberland, sometimes Missy without Timberland or Tim- Timberland without Missy don't always work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't always work. Timberland without Missy, mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He needs Jay. If he does, if Tim, if Tim, Timbo's the man. But Timbo, he knows that he needs, he needs Missy. He needs Jay. He needs, he needs me. You know what I'm saying? Timbaland, I never got the tracks. Did you say you were sitting over? I never, I never got the tracks, Timbo. But I'm still waiting. I'll, I'll check my email tonight. Um, but you know, he needs Jay. He needs Missy. And if Missy writes it, then he could get dinner to work with anybody. So Timbaland and Missy, oh, that's like peanut butter and jelly. It'll work with anybody. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you say, Bob? No, I was just making sure we got like a minute left on the video. Oh, uh, where are we at? 54 minutes. Fuck! <laughs> we were only supposed to go to 40. Listen, <laughs> it's going to be a part three. Okay, most influential black woman in the world. We're stopping here. You know, this is the Raw Report. Bomb, you know what they'll do. Missy, close us out. Get your freak on. Get your freak. All right, we're out. This is the Raw Report. <laughs>